there could have been big reveals in this. Yeah. That were th- like throwaway lines. Like there was a line where the one of the guys says calls the other one his brother. And I was like, what if that's the first time the audience finds that out? I think I think the audience already knew that. Also, that so guy too. that guy is dead. I'm pretty sure. What? What's the episode? What is the episode Welcome to season three, episode four. <laughs> Podcast where we watch that episode of a television show. Uh, it's late enough in the show to be good and early enough in the season to make sense. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. This week we watched Money Heist. We watched Money Heist. <laughs> and, and we, or La Casa de Papel. La Casa de Papel, yes. Yeah, and uh, it's Spanish title. Spanish the House of Paper. Uh, the House of Paper, yeah. Which, I guess, yeah, as far as um, understanding the point of the show... I mean, there's a lot just to be said in that translation. Yeah. From that translation to the translation of Money Heist. Right. And from the Casa de Papel to uh, the House of Paper, right? Right. And and then what... I mean, that that's kind of says a lot already, right? About what the show, what money really means on this show. Right. Kind of nothing. Kind of yeah. just representational of of like... Mm, I think all the yeah. characters wants. Yeah, you're 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 probably leaning into something that I had a suspicion about, but had zero specific context for in this show, oh. which is that they're not specifically stealing so that they get money. There, there seems to be some social sort of, element of some it. Some sort of Robin Hood. Situation. Yeah, some sort of Robin Hood thing. Some sort of like, yeah. like the system is broken, so we steal. Um, yes. And then, and the 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 conceit of the show is is that it's a, it's about different um, robbers. It's like an Ocean's Eleven or Twelve, if you right. will. This oh, 13, episode, thirteen, nine, nine eight. eight. Was there a nine? It might just be eight. I don't know. Actually, 11, I don't think there was 12, a nine. 13, there was an eight or a nine. Eight. But there wasn't. Ocean's Eight. It was Ocean's Eight. Okay. Yeah. Because oh, there was only eight of them. It has that vibe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this episode, the episode summary is Tamayos breaches a protocol. Surprise the professor. Bogota calms Denver's anxieties. With time running out, Palermo initiates the quote-unquote flipper plan. Right. Directed by Coldo Serra, writers Alex Pina, Esther Martinez, uh, Esther Martinez Lovato, and Luis Moya. Mm-hmm. Stars Ursula Corbero, Alvaro, Morte, and Itziar Itunio. July, <laughs> this debuted July 19th, 2019. Uh, this is a Spanish show, in Spanish case you hadn't guessed. Yeah. And what you're hearing is my best attempt at the enunciation. Uh, and you're also hearing Tippy, uh, which is my girlfriend's dog. Normally you're hearing Oz, but today we're recording at. Yeah. We have a special yeah, guest today. Yeah. Uh, her name is Tippy, and she doesn't like neighbors. Oh, she But doesn't. she loves you, listeners. <laughs> She's got this like desperate look. She like bites her <laughs> lips, and so she looks like a very, very wrinkly the old little, man. Yeah, just got the. What do they call it when your lip, when you're a dog, and your lip gets caught on your teeth? Yeah, I don't know if that that is a word. There's like. Some people call it something. Huh. Lip dip or flip or clip or flip or... Lip dip, <laughs> flip or flip or flip or... Lip dip. Lip dips, get the <laughs> lip. Uh, please don't mind the disruption. The point is we watched Casa de Papel. Yeah, which is a Spanish show. It's in Spanish. We've, we we watched it with, with subtitles. Yes, uh, set in Spain, filmed in Madrid. Mm-hmm. Uh, although Do you- I don't know that... It sounds like 
not all of the episodes were, or, or not all of the seasons t- took place in Spain. Like, some of the robberies took place maybe in other countries. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, Tippy, I know you're protecting the home. Thank you. Uh, do you think one of the reasons why they don't call it the House of Paper is to avoid any connotations of the House of Cards? Of the show House of Cards, the Netflix original show? It could be that, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, One that cards, we aren't necessarily advertising. Interestingly enough, I think both metaphors are apt for both shows. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's the so, same metaphor, right? Yeah. Well, kind of, kind of in that cards are made of paper, but House of Cards being cards is a game. Right. That they're playing and they're building a house. It's it, the house of cards or paper, right? It gives puts me in mind of a structure that is very easily destroyed or taken oh, yeah. down. Simply just pull the right thing and the whole yeah. thing, or push the right thing, whole thing comes falling down. But in house of cards, the cards are representative of something, right? Those cards can be have multiple uses. House of paper, the paper has arguably less value. Mm. But they're stealing gold this time. <laughs> they're stealing gold, not voters. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I actually don't know anything about House of Cards except that it's political. It's based on... Yeah, they're politicians. Uh, and also, yeah. you know, it's tough to talk about a show where the lead actor has been so... It's just like such a shitty person. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this show, as far as I know, I don't know anything about the politics, which is kind of refreshing. It's refreshing to watch a show and like not know any of the actors. Yeah. Not know anything they've done before and and like to not pass judgment on it. That's true. Well, I mean, we have seen two of the actors before. Well, one of the actors before. Um, uh, we have. Uh, what's his name? John Ralph Macchio. You've seen Ralph Macchio before. Yeah, you got your Ralph Macchio. You got and your you Ralph got, Macchio. You got your, uh, your Denver Franco. Denver Franco. <laughs> Who these people just look like Ralph Macchio and yeah. and, and James Franco's like James and and who's the other Franco brother? Dave. Dave's mm-hmm. uh, like older brother mm-hmm. or father yeah, or younger? cousin. Younger. He's younger than them. No, Dave is younger. That you Dave's think Dave's young. younger than uh, than the guy playing. Um, guy playing this character Denver? here, Denver. You I think, think Dave's younger than Denver. Yeah, and Denver and James pretty close in age, probably. Hmm. James seems like old. <laughs> James Franco, yeah, old. Yeah, old James uh, Franco. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the thing about here's the weird thing about James Franco. Uh, there's a lot of weird things about James Franco. Yeah. It's weird to have just like sometimes there's like one or two weird things about you, a lot of weird things. A lot of weird things. Uh, admitted admitted to sleeping with his students. Oh, does soap operas for fun. Ah, like I mean, I don't know if it's for fun or if it's like to I hone would, his craft. I would do soap operas. Doesn't for... smoke weed. Is fully ah not a method actor. Totally sober. I don't know if he's sober, but oh, he doesn't he smoke doesn't weed. Smoke Pine- weed. When he did Pineapple Express, all yeah. he did was hang out with stoners. <laughs> so, so, and honestly, he's got it down. He got it down. He fucking nailed it. I mean, if he and fucking um, uh, if he hangs out with uh, what's Jonah his, Hill, uh, not Jonah Hill, the other guy, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. If you hang yeah. out with Seth Rogen for ten minutes, well, you know, know exactly how to how a stoner behaves. That's true. Oh, jeez. Wow. Yeah. You got a noisy chair. You got a noisy Welcome chair. Welcome to the house of the noisy chairs. The house of the noisy chairs. La casa chair. de la, las sillas ruidas. <laughs> how how would you say house of the noisy dog? Pero, la, la casa de, de something pero? Pero. pero <laughs> I don't ruido. know what noisy is or loud. I think uh, ruida. What you're hearing is that Adam and I don't speak Spanish Mm-mm. and we watched a Spanish show with English subtitles. So forgive us for Anything we missed that might have been so blatantly clear to any Spanish speakers. This show had a wide international release. It is hugely popular on all streaming services. I think it's a strictly Netflix 
Venture. Have we have we Googled that? Do we know that for sure? It was released. The IMDb release date mm. is the same across the board. And let me, it, let me it look all at the Wikipedia. It's a lot to unpack in this episode. And I think this is where our show, season three, episode four, mm-hmm. is like finds it's going to be very weakened. Like just like when we watched Absentia, this is a streaming show. And people are very familiar with these characters by the time they get to this episode. And there's a lot that you don't have to rehash with an audience as a writer. You can just, you know your audience knows these characters and that they're not jumping in. Like, who the fuck jumps into a streaming show at season three, episode four? Fucking me and Adam, guys. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So uh, we have to fill in a lot of the holes that the writers are just not giving us the benefit of the doubt of like we happen to come across this on television. And Adam is doing that research right now. Interesting, <laughs> interesting, interesting. So it was, it was the first two parts is intended to be a limited series. First two parts released in a 15 episode run on Spanish network antenna three. So oh, right it now. was, it was a network show from oh. 2017, from the second of May, 2017 to 23rd of November, 2017. Netflix then acquired global streaming rights, ah. recut the series into 22 shorter episodes Release them worldwide, and then Netflix renewed the series with a significantly increased budget for 16 new episodes total. Part three, with eight episodes, was released. So part two, part three, part four wow. are all Netflix-funded, whereas the first season was uh, a network show. The whole first season was network? I'm, that's what it seems like. Wow. So, I mean, that's that's huge still. I mean, mm-hmm. that, again, I'm going to say that Netflix's writing style is that they don't give audiences the benefit of the doubt of just jumping into this episode, you know? They really pick up from where they left off. Right. And it's confusing sometimes. And it, the time jumps, I'm not sure what the time jumps are. Mm. The episode starts and one guy is giving Denver Franco really terrible father advice. <laughs> the fucking worst. This guy thinks he's an amazing father. Yeah. F- because his kids hug him every time they see him because they never fucking see him they because he has seven kids spread across across seven different countries Yeah. W- with seven different moms. Yeah. And he doesn't. He says that he's like he he's he says he provides for them. So is he is he a thief? Is he robbing banks and then sending it to his seven children yeah. all over the world? Yeah, I mean, obviously he must be taking care of them financially, but that's it. He's mm-hmm. not a father. Mm-mm. He's not a father at all. All he is doing is fulfilling a financial obligation, a, a right. contract that he mentally has with himself. Well, that he, no government is beholding him to. So, so I would I would say he's. It's for him. It's not simply a financial thing. There is a sense of fatherhood about of duty. it, duty of duty of responsibility to them. But yes, not at like there is. He An will not sacrifice himself for a it. A sense at of all. fatherhood that is that is like not helpful to anybody. Correct. That yeah, is in fact uh, t- kind of toxic. It doesn't uh, allow him to have a relationship with his kids. That's Botoga, right? Botoga. Bogota? B O G O T A. Bogota? Yeah. Oh. That's Bogota, Denver, and I don't know who the other one is. Uh she's she's not She's not Tokyo. She's not Tokyo. Paris? She's is not that? Marseille? Uh no, Marseille is Paris. the no, the Ru- what's the Russian city? That's the big They're dude. all named after cities. Yeah. This is much in the same way that Tarantino uses pseudonyms for the, you know, the Mr. Black, the Mr. White, the Mr. Blue, Mr. Pink. Reservoir in, Dogs. In Reservoir Dogs, yes. Yeah, uh, the, like, like, a lot of the tropes of the genre are... Uh, are being well used here, oh, and, yeah. and we understand. Yeah. Like, like you're talking about jumping through time and stuff, and you're <laughs> not sure when things are. But because we understand the genre so well, we mm. know even jumping in in the middle of this thing for these forty minutes or whatever. Oh um, yeah, it's we like know oh, it's exactly. The same. Yeah, it's like and riding like, a bike. It's like riding yeah. a bike, and and you, 
it's like riding a bike if every time you got on a bike you flash back to <laughs> the first time you rode a bike and the lessons you got from it. <laughs> yeah. If you flashed back to the first time and if every time it was a totally different bike. Uh same things, but everything looked different, different paint, like different. Right, right, different right. Belt. It's like it's like you every lesson you've ever gotten from right like learning to ride your bike with no handlebars, learning to ride your bike in traffic, like every time Riding you came across something new. Tricycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quadricycle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but that's the I guess in a way Tandem. that's the evolution and the beauty of what streaming has given us is sort of like we can move past that these are tired tropes. We can accept that. And it's like, okay, I'm already understanding why. Because it, it honestly makes sense to have a a, a pseudonym, you know? Yeah. I mean, really I does. wouldn't even call it a tire trope. I think it's like, it's it's a, it's the syntax of the genre, right? It's yeah. the, it's the like, when we encounter this genre, these are the things we want to see. Because you're not going to have fun uh, <laughs> in the genre you you have a lot of fun in the genre hearing a Mr. Pink, Mr. Black, Mr. Orange, yeah, uh, or a Tokyo, Paris, you know, Berlin kind of like thing. You're having fun, like oh, these character names are cities, and you're like, oh like, yeah, you, and like, you have that a, kinda, it somehow connects to who they are, and it feels it, it connects to who they are, and it feels like like. Uh, um, it feels sneaky, you know? It feels like, oh, yeah, they're not going to get caught because they, even though they apparently- nobody knows who they are. The whole country the knows world. their faces. Yeah. Somebody was watching the, the, the one of the hostages. Also, they've taken hostages. Mm-hmm. The show starts with the bad fatherly advice, and they're testing something- some they're gonna of... they're gonna jump into a sewage a septic tank Ugh. to test their um their equipment their their diving equipment and 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 themselves presumably because they've never done this, mm-hmm. which is disgusting. Uh, they get the bad fatherly advice. You learn a little about Denver. This seems like a plot device to teach you about the characters. Presumably, this is the third season, and you don't know that about these characters. Well, it seems that. Well, we find out through the episode Denver's dad is dead. And Denver's dad was. Uh, Somebody from Russia, Helsinki or no? Berlin? Helsinki is uh, Denver's dad was Berlin. Berlin was Denver's dad, I think. Yeah, and so so Denver is sort of like her born into this. Uh, I think they I think they joined together. I mean, I watched the first episode ye- like years ago when it, when the <laughs> show first dropped. Okay. Um, I think they started together. I think they were both recruited to this. Both. Denver, What's recruited to this this group. gang, this group gang. of thieves. Interesting. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, they all have different names, yeah. different cities, yeah. different roles they're playing. Yeah. They've they've taken people hostage in uh what is this? This, this is, is a this is the National Bank of Spain. Of Spain. Madrid? Yeah. In Madrid. This is the the like government bank. This yeah. is the the like the, the wealth Knox, of the country is, is sitting in the basement. Shitloads of, of gold bank. in this thing and yeah. something behind a vault. It's the economy of the country is sitting yeah. below this fucking building. Yeah. Right? The like economy all, of the, all of the printed country. money is in reference to the fucking gold they have sitting at the bottom yeah. of the bank. And whatever else is in that vault, which right. I don't know. I don't, don't know if the audience she knows yet. She seemed to get yet. gold earrings out of there, so I don't know. <laughs> she gets gold bricks. I mean- there was a lot of interesting things happening. They seem to be a very democratic thieving organization. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting that... The Nairobi? Nairobi mm-hmm. comes out of that tank and then the guy follows her mm-hmm. and says something about her ass. And she's like, you need to be a professional. I'm your boss right now. You yeah. can't talk to me like that. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm in a bad mood, but I'm I'm going to have a great attitude about yeah, it. Yeah, we're making money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is like, there's a lot of things going on there. There's yeah. a lot of different things. Obviously, she doesn't have time to deal with this guy. Uh-uh. Uh, and in fact... It was disrespectful, but she, so she had to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Like, sexual harassment in the workplace is just not good for anybody. Okay, people that make this is your lesson right here. Even if you're a dirty, 
scoundrel thieving money, which I don't think these people are dirty scoundrels. I think it's... Uh, you think they're they're cool, chic, hot young people who just so <laughs> happen to be in the industry of taking money from from rich from governments. governments. It sounds like yeah. I don't know if they're stealing from Spain. They're stealing yes, from but, the country but of Spain. Previously, because if they're just consistently stealing from the from country Spain, of Spain, yeah, then they're yeah, they could do better. Country's going down. That country's <laughs> fast. Yeah, there's nothing left. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's wild that uh the the cop the colonel Alex uh, Fernando Cayo plays uh Colonel Tamayo Tamayo Oh Tamayo Colonel it's Tamayo. literally in the Tamayo yeah. Nairobi Yeah so Tamayo uh Tamayo makes a a point that the thieves are billionaires yeah. And the entire police force has 240-something million. Yeah. And that the the thieves are, like, can... They have access to everything because they have all the money in the world. And there's no way that money-wise, with any preparation, the uh, the police force have any... Yeah, like, they're, they're outmanned. They're out, out They're out-moneyed. They're not out-manned because... The, oh, you're right. The they thieves, do have the entire country. Yeah, they do have the entire like they have the entire police force of Madrid at hand, and they have yeah. the entire uh, I guess uh, uh, army. I don't know yeah. if that's going to happen. Military, whatever. Yeah. yeah, you'd think that there would be more military. Well, the colonel, he's a colonel. They are military. They are military. He is a colonel. I don't even know what the order of operations here is. It seems like those people are military officials. Mm-hmm. And they bring in the police. They bring the in somebody. The police were there. He walks in, right? Yeah. Tamayo well, they, walks in. Yes, he walks in. But later on when they're asking, who's the new leader? Yeah. For some reason, like if if we take down somebody here, it'll, the whole organization will tumble. But that did not seem like an accurate statement. I just thought that was a broad assumption based on what I've seen in the episode. Denver yeah. did not seem to be like... Yeah, I did. He seemed to be maybe the boss of the peop of the person in charge of the like hostages. hostage situation. Yeah, he did. Yes, that's fair. I'll give you that, but not of the entire thing. It seemed like no, and, and I mean the entire thing. The professor was the person running that, or the professor's brother, who's probably I dead. Think the professor's running it. Yeah, the professor's brother is coming up with. Made the plan. Some of the plans, yeah. Not the whole plan, you though, right? You don't think he made the whole plan. So far, what we saw in the episode was all plans made by the professor's brother. Or in conjunction with. In conjunction with. Like, uh, yeah, the, the I think that the, the, the professor, was the yeah, professor. that they both have plans and yeah. that the brother comes up with some solutions. Mm. And maybe the professor has the information that they need solved. Like, here's the puzzle. This is what's going on inside of the vault. This is what the government, like, these are our, our limitations. You so he's the he's like the Matt Damon to, uh, <laughs> maybe. to George Clooney's Danny Ocean. Uh, he's like, he's like the, or, or like the person who helps, who helps come up with the plan. No, Matt Damon doesn't help come up Brad, with the plan. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt helps come up with Matt, Matt, Damon's, Matt Damon's the 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 schlub. He's the the goober. he's just a pickpocket. Yeah, it's just weird that it's weird the, that he's the a part translation of it. from pickpocket to multi million dollar casino thief. Yeah, that they make, and why is Matt Damon such a huge listing on that movie? Because he's We're a not here he's a full Ocean's goober 11. compared to the other two suave guys. George Clooney in his nice suits yeah, and, yeah, and Brad like Pitt a with little, his full mouth. Little baby boy, yeah. in in the movie. Yeah, he's a little baby boy. But that's not what this show. No, about. this show it's it, there's two. There's so much going on. A lot. It's a heist, and they're explaining it to you the whole time. There's suit up scenes. There's like every roadblock. There's a flashback to a moment. It seemed like to me a flashback to a moment where the professor was describing how they would deal with that eventuality. Yeah. Yeah. So like the level of planning that went into this was kind of was very intense. Yeah. And 
He wanted four months to plan. But he got less. He got less than four months. Why did he get less? Because someone's life is at stake. Like, right? Is it Fernando? Who's the guy? No. I don't know. Someone's, like, kid is sick and they need the money to save someone. Uh, that, I, I have no oh, idea. Oh, it's probably that girl. What's her name? The one they talked to on the phone. It's the professor and... Oh. Uh, um, Alicia? Raquel? Raquel? Raquel was the one who was on the phone. Yes. With Raquel Angel. Murillo. Oh, no. Rio was the person they kept referencing. Rio. Good Lord. See, all these names. And why does Raquel have a normal name? Raquel seemed to be somebody who betrayed one of the police chiefs yeah, or something. Yeah, Raquel, Raquel was one of the... Raquel definitely was on the police side and is now on the steely side of things. Steely side. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds steely like... Side. Uh, <laughs> steely uh, side. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. There's a lot of things about this show I love. You really? Yeah. Yeah. Man, what do you love about this show? I love the flashbacks. I yeah. love the explaining how they're doing things. Yeah. I love the, like... It's not Scooby Doo, is it? It's kind of like Scooby Doo esque to me. It's Ocean's Eleven. It's yeah. it's kind of Scooby Doo. It's 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 uh, Kim Possible. It's yeah. totally spies. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's all the everything you love about a heist film mm-hmm. in a TV show. That's where they lose me. Oh, the TV show aspect. Because it's so long and so much of the plot, like, like, God, in, what's that? The Italian job, right? It's yeah. pretty simple. Yeah, you, you, they you, gotta, get, you get you get a bunch of Fiats. You, be, a bunch you of fill Fiats. them with gold. Mini you Coops. Change, oh, Mini Coopers? I think it's Mini Coopers I think it in is the Mini new Coopers, one. Coopers, yeah. It, it was Mini Coopers in the first one, too. Yeah. Except they were the older Mini Coopers. And then Which you traded out for other Fiats. Mini Coopers, right? And then yeah. there's then there's a scene where they're where the gold is on they a They lower truck. a building. Oh, they drop a building. They drop a building. Yeah. Now. Or they raise a building. Oh. I don't know. They're stealing something. It's, it's like There's in, not much going on. There's like a romance. It's like in Fast and Furious when they're driving through the streets with a big bank vault. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's that simple, folks. It's that simple. We just hook up the entire vault to a car. There's just a lot of different moments where you're learning something about characters in this. Yeah. And if you don't watch this thing from the beginning, yeah. none of it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you learn about... There's a moment where one of the hostages, Tokyo, sees that she's struggling with a job, a task that they've given them, which was to build a sandbag barricade for a giant machine gun mm-hmm. that they're going to use when the military finally get into this Gets place. into the front door. And they start- Helsinki's going to man the gun. Yeah. When they start attacking them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they have the hostages helping them build this thing. Um, one of them's dropping bags, and Tokyo is like, "Hey, get out of line!" Like you, like presumably being nice. Yeah. Saying like, "Your hands are weak. I understand you can't do this. I'm not going to make you do this." Yeah. You know. And the person that she tells to get out of line is like a fan. Yeah. And and. Says that, like, Tokyo was her favorite and, like... She's like, I know all of you. Yeah, I know all of you. Yeah. And that really goes... You see, you don't hear, but you see on Tokyo's face, it, like, goes to her head. Uh Uh-huh. There's, like, some ego there. And there's a little bit of that defining of who the characters are. Some insight with the police officer they bring in at the end to find out who the leader is in the hostage situation yeah is he a police officer i was like it was he uh, one of the like i thought he was a police chief uh, he didn't seem involved in it before he talked about them as if he didn't know as if uh, like a profiler like he talked about it but he he was was also worried about what they were going to do to them right like oh for what purpose do do you need to know who the leader is yeah yeah, that's weird. Right? <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> that is weird. I don't know. I have no explanation. Some for... some history is going on. There's some context we're totally missing right there that anyone who's watched the show from the beginning, listening to us right now, would be like, "It's this God. I you wish I could tell you." Saps. I wish I could tell you. He loves what they're doing. Yeah. He's a fan too. He's a fan too. <laughs> Everyone's a fan. He's the one who gave them the little models. <laughs> the, the little, little diving figure. He's the one who gave them Flipper. He's the daughter of the man of the guy who left the thing behind. <laughs> it was his car the whole time. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but what's not to love about a heist thing, right? right? It's just fun. Right. Even when you have no context, just the way a heist works is so riveting and fun because there's going to be action. There's going to be a problem that you're like, oh, no, how are they going to overcome this? And yeah. then you see the explanation of how they'll overcome it. And then they overcome it. And then something goes wrong. And you're like, oh, that but they have didn't another plan. Anticipate. Yeah. Like when Denver loses his temper. Yeah. Headbutts the the. The bank manager. The bank manager. I guess. In in all of Spain, the bank manager for all of Spain's money. Yeah, they they, they had a he had a title. <laughs> he was like he was he was like more than a manager. They yeah, like I don't think they him. call the manager of the Federal Reserve yeah. a, a bank manager. But yeah. basically, yeah, he's the he runs the Federal Reserve of Spain. Mm-hmm. Bank manager. <laughs> bank manager. Mr. Bank manager. Mr. Bank manager. <laughs> Come on to the stage, Mr. Bank manager. Amazing. Uh, who's principled, as the brother mm-hmm. says. And they, these two guys are... The professor character seems like very grounded logical and kind warm maybe but these two guys the brother and whoever his accomplice is um his accomplice is the guy that he's planning with yes i mean they're all three planning yeah right his accomplice ralph macchio those two do not give a shit about people no they have a sort of glee for the extremes and the 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 especially when we hear him talking about the c4 you can tell that his his true joy in all of this is not the getting away with it not the making sure people aren't don't die it's the denouement it's the the spectacle of it yes they want to blow up a bank vault full of water and have the vault door come <laughs> bursting open as an act of god you know that's yeah. what they want to see also, it's this- interesting uh i thought it was interesting the kind of mentality difference between um like a like a european spanish sort of villainous person and like like an american villainous person because the this sort of like like closeness to God and and because um, the the Ralph Macho character was the one who was like talking about the monks singing and and he was translating what they were singing and he was like he was he was pairing the sound of the monks or the words of the monks doing their their hymns he was pairing that with the the communication they would have over the shortwave radio. Like he was, he was kind of comparing the two of them. Yeah. 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 And so like they, it's interesting. The like, that they've made this person very intellectual. Yeah. More than that, more than an intellectual, he's a the, 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 theologist. He understands, he studies God and the studies of God. He's a very religious man. Spiritual. He's a spiritual person. He's, he, he, a person who is knowledgeable about the words and the um, uh, teachings of God should not be should be a virtuous person, not a person who thieves from banks. Right? That's kind of the met, like there's a there's a sort of like oh yeah 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 like a contrast there. 
Like I he mean, should be virtuous. Yeah, right. Like we contain multitudes. That's yeah. what that's what makes them interesting. Interesting for him to be such a spiritual person. They also seem so certain of how people behave. Yeah, they are convinced that there is no they, world where this bank manager. Yeah, they seem certain says about their, no. They seem certain about their ability to control what people do. Mm-hmm. And and the professor's like, no way can we make this guy do what we want him to do. Like, yeah, the like, professor is certain. The professor is certain, and I think he's he's sort of in in a empathetic way. He's like, look, no matter what gun we put in the face of certain people, they're going to stay the people that they are, and they will do some things yeah. for us, and they won't do other things. And, and, and this order- guy has done the profiling, so the yeah. brothers might have done the. The like technical work, but he knows the people. Yeah, he understands how people behave, and that's probably what made him so good of a bank robber in the first season. I imagine. Yeah. I mean, he's the one who put the team together of the. He's the one in the first episode. I he I think so. What a name to choose the professor when everybody else is a city. Yeah. Huh. I mean, it puts him in a in a authoritative position, but not a position of. Uh, financial power, right? It puts him in a position of a n- power of knowledge, which is what they need more yes. than they need. The he finances. has the knowledge. Yeah, he has the knowledge. I mean, they also gave people money, right? They just before they did this, presumably in the episode before, they gave people money. They gave. So I think this. I think he has the knowledge of the people. He has the knowledge of like exactly how things should go down. Like he, they released, they said that they released $400,000 or something worth of funds or 400, they they released a lot of money and that people would be out spending it. Oh, I missed that. Whenever they were talking about the, oh my God, the fucking cell phone thing. Yeah. There's, there's this whole plot where they don't want their, the phone call to the inspector military guy traced they get two old cell phones yeah. that don't have GPS in them. Yeah. They, like Nokia bricks, basically. They they put them like ear to mouth. Yeah. Mike uh, they to, they Mike 69 Mike. these phones yeah. <laughs> together. You're, you know how 69ing works. Yeah. One person's ear on the other person's mouth yeah. and vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> and they put them in some uh, like a lunchbox. Yeah. And they send it around Madrid on a bicycle with the Courier. guy. Yeah. And I just <laughs> I just don't understand how you wouldn't be able to hear that how you would not be able to hear that there are two phones the, the like the staticky like difference through a phone, you right. know? Like how would they not know that that was happening even if they couldn't trace it, you know? It's I guess just for the audio storytelling, it's just easier not to have that interference. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that was his idea, right? To do the phones. Was it his idea to have that encryption device? I think the encryption device was Ralph Macchio's idea. Ralph Macchio. Because he was the one who revealed it from underneath a... Thing, we should just which, call him the Karate Kid. The Karate right? Kid. Yeah. yeah, we should just call him that. Um, uh, I, I, I liked the feature of hiding things beneath cloths and then the revealing them. Beneath cloth. You know, when, when oh, they, like, yeah. they kept Why pulling. Were they, they're revealing them to the team leaders yeah. as if, I mean, <laughs> like there was a lot of pomp and circumstance. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For no because reason. For their, their it's the, style. It's the, the style. It's, yeah. It's what kind of a show it is, you know? This, this is like if you and I were bank robbers. Right. We would, ha- we would do it with. <laughs> fucking uh a plum you know <laughs> we wouldn't we would not be drab we would have all of yeah. our outfits be red we would buy a red outfit for everyone involved in the bank robbery yeah even the even the hostages oh yeah we would buy they dress our, them all the same we would buy our wetsuits in the exact same color as our jumpsuits they look so good they look so they look good so good and <laughs> And it looks so good on camera because they have they have this sort of like light thing going on where it's like greens and blues. Yeah. 
it's greens and blues on people's faces. Um, but the red just looks so good that it keeps it from being matrixy and kind of keeps it in this sort of almost like it gives them a lot of life and passion. Yeah. And, and, and it makes their, even though it's such a bright color and they all have different body types, it, it really makes them a uniform look. And so once they have that mask and hood on, they kind of, they kind of fade into, uh, uh, anonymity in a very uh fun way they all become uniform yeah Yeah. which is seems like that's what i'm saying they seem like more democratic more like they seem very Mm anti-government uh it definitely anti-police they even talk about that in this episode the police have like not done raquel any favors yeah and she seems to have might maybe she used to work for the police. I don't know. I, I guarantee she did used to work for the police because Angel was like on hell was like we miss you in the commander's tent, and she's like, yeah, thank you, that's <laughs> lovely, and I miss you too, and uh, we had a relationship once, but you were married, and now I'm a criminal, um, and I'm my life's better for it. He was married? He was not they weren't married to each other, but he yeah. was married to someone and, or or he was with someone and all the and men she on this him. show are despicable. I mean, I don't know if he's despicable. He seems like a nice <laughs> guy. Just because someone's relationship <laughs> falls apart doesn't mean they're a terrible person. That's fair. Okay. There's you the know? dad in the beginning who's a terrible dad who's giving yeah. terrible dad advice. He's giving bad dad advice. There's the the guy in the tent when they're collecting all the cell phones, deleting yeah. pictures of his mistress. Yeah. Who's standing in the tent with them? There is she his mistress. Oh, you're or... right. Don't know if she's. The we mistress. don't know this. Yeah, we just know that they're fucking. Mm-hmm. And and he doesn't want anyone to go through his phone. Just lock your phone, dude. Turn it off. I don't know. What's what does he think's gonna happen? I don't know. And then there's though. If you knew someone was tapped into your phone, would you take an opportunity to delete a bunch of things from it? I some photos. I don't have anything. Oh, okay. I don't think I have anything. Lisa, I highly recommend getting <laughs> getting some saucy photos. It it livens up your life a lot. Photos. The <laughs> I don't yeah, I don't have anything. I just have things that are dorky. I have I, a thousand pictures of Tippy. I would delete my banking app. That's I would what go I should and delete get rid that. Of. I would probably turn off my Apple Pay. Mm, see, all of those make sense. Yeah. But if I had a mistress or like boudoir photos of my girlfriend, I'd be like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, check that out." Yeah, check that shit. Check out that hottie on check my out phone. Check that shit. I wish we had a noise like that. We don't. We just have. Oh, we used to. That and the oh, sad trombone. One. Oh yeah. We gotta get an air horn. Next. What did you like about the show? Uh, I liked all the, I liked all the the thievey things. I liked the cities were evocative. Um, I liked the drama and the intensity. I thought the acting was great of oh, most yeah. of these like people. It was um, watching it a second time. I like saw the kind of like scenes that they were doing a little bit. I really liked how they could have personal scenes between two people, mm-hmm. and it could feel personal and between two people, and yet the entire plot was still happening and like. Everyone in the scene respected that it was a conversation between two people, yeah. but they didn't have to leave the fucking room. My <laughs> biggest pet peeve with a TV show <laughs> is when when they want two people to talk and they make everyone else leave the We're room. We're looking at you, Umbrella Academy. Looking at you, Umbrella Academy. Do better, <laughs> please. And yes, because pr- there's also other things to do. There's other things yeah. going on, and it, it, it completely eliminates momentum Mm -hmm. if you have to keep excusing people from a room the room where things are happening in order to could you imagine if every time denver and that girl wanted to talk yeah all the hostages had (laughs) had to leave leave the room elsinki had to take all of his equipment out of the room oh my god uh i did think denver was one of the most interesting characters throughout the entire like i don't know if he's the main character but he's the one you see a character, like the smallest character arc for, yeah, I think. Yeah, definitely. It was definitely a character arc for him in this episode. And like seeing, uh, I, I guarantee this is part of a bigger character arc. And 
we didn't see the resolution of it. And I guarantee there's some big dramatic resolution where either he sacrifices himself or someone else sacrifices themselves for him again or something yeah. like that. I bet you. But um, him having a like, like having this conversation with a guy about fatherhood, him mm-hmm. having lost his father and um, him caring about family and family being that important and uh and his father telling, presumably being the person who sacrificed himself yes his father sacrificed also. himself and so he is willing to take that position to save this other person who is he yeah. says is family and i don't is know how baby mama like, i don't know how mama? much family it is i don't know if it's like like family in fast and furious terms or family as in baby family. mama terms or whatever but family 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 i got to get a better dom impression yeah i don't know either but you do see that those all those three scenes were pivotal to that yeah that arc and it's the kind of the only one we get everything else is sort of like breadcrumbs we're picking up from yeah. like potentially what happened before Things go wrong, though. This was an episode where a oh, lot of things go wrong, which is always exciting in a heist. You know, like, oh, shit, how are they going to get through this now that it's gone this bad? I mean, the bank manager has a heart attack. Yeah. They got to use C4 underwater, yeah. which is almost assuredly going to kill Bogota. To blow open the vault. They they don't have, t- like, they don't have time to take time to open the vault they they yeah they're being they are being forced to be in the most drastic most um um uh compressed timeline possible yeah it would they were supposed to have two hours yeah that got compressed to one minutes 14 minutes yeah oh shit yeah the whole episode takes place over 14 14 minutes. minutes yeah what with flashbacks fuck? and stuff. This well, yeah. is 24, but yeah. It also starts with a, kind of some narration. Or like there's a moment where yeah. Nairobi has narration Nairobi about does have narration. welding underwater. Yeah, fire it, in water. Yeah. yeah, which makes it sound like she might be the lead. But I, then She might be the narrator. Just in general? I don't I But don't why know. would they do that? And then never reference that kind of narration again. Maybe it's at the beginning of every episode. <sighs> Maybe. Know? I mean, in such a cool thing to do, kind of like a Chekhov's gun that you use right away and never use again. It was like, <laughs> where is that coming from? You know? It's probably a conceit of the show that we don't have, you know, like it's it's a... It's the theme song kind of a thing. You know, you, it's not like they're going to keep referencing the theme song through the show. It's just like, oh, there's this. Like, like, okay, so like in a Grey's Anatomy, if you hear someone's <laughs> um, uh, uh, narration, then it's going to be about them the whole episode. But maybe this entire show is her narrating or something. I don't know. Mm, okay, yeah. So in Grey's Anatomy... All of the narration is Meredith. She's uh, the in Scrubs. Yeah. You most of it is JD, but sometimes you have narration from other characters when it's about them. Sometimes there is narration from other characters, but again, like it wasn't necessarily about Nairobi at all. Right, especially this episode. Yeah, and it it started off pretty strong, like it might be. Yeah, because it really did. she's. In the scene where they're testing the suits, yeah. Then you see after the testing, immediately cut to the, it worked. They've learned all they need to know about testing, mm-hmm. and they've stolen some gold, and it worked. But that conversation, we come to realize it's not about Nairobi. It's a, it's about Denver, and this scene, yeah. that scene is for Denver, and then the episode, as things, as he has to interact with the um the hostages and as things get worse and worse it's probably setting up denver for more oh tough decisions that yeah. he has to make because now he's a leader which i'm guessing is mm. like that's kind of what he's dealing with is being a leader more than just being a father more than being family he's like 
He's in charge. May, uh, I might be. We might be putting this together. Wait a second. This is him Hold coming on. to terms with being in charge and being responsible. It was for there. This. It was there the whole yeah. time, Adam. We just had to pick it apart. Okay. Holy shit. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That all makes sense, though. Yeah. yeah. And but still weird, like he really does fuck it up. All I mean. He almost kills that guy, and they struggle, and they spend the last couple of seconds trying to save that guy's life because yeah. he headbutts him into a pole. Yeah. Threatens to cut off his fingers. Like, just like, I mean, that's probably the first mistake that's going to make, like, lead to him making some really terrible decisions or difficult decisions later on. Right. Who knows what's going to happen? The episode ends with the guy. Setting off C4 in a bank vault filled with water. Yeah. And I'm assuming this bank vault is also underground. Oh, yeah, because they went down an elevator and stuff. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's it's like the idea is that they're going to blow the bank vault door open. That's not going to happen. Uh, or we don't think it happens uh, because the episode ends with boom and then them going, fuck, uh, or something like that. And then it being over. And we don't know what happens next. And I, I liked that. I liked how the <laughs> momentum carried through the episode. There wasn't a boring moment. There was moments where I'm like, oh, is this is this something that's going to come into play later? Like yeah. them sleeping on those pallets for four hours? I don't know oh, what that that's was about. Weird. Yeah. It might have some plan that they have to execute later. Um, we don't even know what they're doing with the gold. We know they're melting it, but we don't know why. And I don't know if that's something that has already been, um, told to us or is yet to be revealed to the audience. I honestly totally forgot about that. I love this sort of storytelling where the audience gets information, um, later than some of the characters, characters have it, it, but, the audience gets information um, that's problematic as soon as the characters know about it or even before sometimes. You know, like the audience sees the problems sometimes before the characters do. Yeah. But. So there's really good storytelling. Yeah. The moment, so yeah. the momentum keeps going. It's and exciting then get the to, whole time you're watching It's it. so exciting. Even I the flashbacks are interesting. Yeah. I like, like seeing Tokyo with a lamb and then Nairobi's like, look at you with that lamb. And Tokyo's <laughs> like, this is the baby I want to have. And it's just like, wait, what's this? Wait, what's this about? Yeah. So is Denver going to be a dad? Is it Tokyo's baby? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. I also don't know why they have so many goats. This is like when they're on the island, their they're, island paradise. They're, they're on, they're in a monk's um, monastery. They're in a oh. monastery is where they're training and preparing for this. I thought it was just like their vacation after they got all that money from the last heist. <laughs> uh, it might be on they're an island. They're addicted to might, heisting. They, they, they can't get enough. They can't. Because um, they're family. Um, they, this is... It's they're in a monastery. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's the whole. I guess this is exactly the kind of show I like to watch. Yeah, right. Because it does hit, take all my, except for the fact that there's no cars, it takes all my Fast and the Furious boxes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's family, there's drama. Like I care about the characters, even though I'm really confused mm-hmm. and I'm interested the entire time I'm watching it. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I just punched my mic. Ooh. Oh, just take it again. You're interested in. The ent- I'm interested in the characters, even though I don't know them and I'm very confused. I have to know how everything is working. I, I asked a coworker about this. Oh, if if he had ever seen this show, and he was like, "I started watching it, but then you kind of like know that they're gonna get away with it every time, and that kind of takes the fun out of it for me." Oh, yeah. And me, I actually spoilers don't ever ruin anything for me. Yeah. Uh. Uh. I think our audience well knows now that if they were to watch something with you, uh, no matter how many times you had seen it, you would still be like, oh, my God. Yeah. What? Yeah. Are you are you kidding me? We have to do a watch along at some point so that people can just hear just, yeah, just see. how vocal yeah. I am yeah. when I'm watching something. It would be very fun. <laughs> yeah. I love this episode of TV. 
I re- I would probably watch this show again. I probably will soon, mm-hmm. even. Uh, Lara really wants to watch Catastrophe. Ah, <laughs> I told her about it. Yeah. yeah. I love that show so much. <laughs> Y'all should. It's very easy to watch. Um, I wouldn't necessarily recommend Money Heist to people. Interesting. Um, off of just this episode, you know? Okay. Like, this isn't enough of a show to make me be like, yeah, I'm in. You should all, you should watch that. Wow. It's good. Oh, well, according to Club Ampta 5 on IMDb. Yeah. We got a 6 out of 10 review. Okay. This came out in August 2019. Warning. Spoilers. (laughs) Berlin and Palermo knew everything that will happen with every bit of detail. The reaction of the governor, the police tactics, and everything. This third season is so bad and poorly written, really disappointing. It feels like the first season is repeating itself, but with a stupid story and dumb writing. Palermo has become blind, but it doesn't affect him, and he talks normally and especially moves normally without any pain. Seems a little ableist. Yeah. Thank you for ruining this TV show. Had to be stopped at second season. So I think this person would agree with you, but for problematic reasons. Yeah. <laughs> and wh- one po- problematic reason and uh, unclear and vague reasons. Huh. Uh, Has become blind, but it doesn't affect him. And he talks normally. <sighs> Interesting. Palermo is the karate kid. Palermo our, is the our karate Ralph kid. Ralph Macchio. Yeah. Interesting. Berlin and Palermo knew everything that will happen with every bit of detail. Who is Berlin then? Berlin's dead. Berlin's dead. I thought Berlin was the dad of... Yeah. He died in supposedly a previous episode. Palermo, they're pulling glass out of his eyes. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? That was visceral. That was gross. Yeah. It was like, there was some detail there. Some gnarly detail. But also, that plays... Of course the blind person knows what's going to happen. That plays into the whole, like, like classic mythology of the blind person being the seer. You know, the blind person yeah. seeing the truth. But he's just now blind. Yeah, he too. just That's has the, been blinded. Like, yeah. And why would it matter? Yeah, why would it matter if he was mm-hmm. blind or not? Like... How would he still? How, how would he not know what is going on? Yeah, yeah, he's still there. He was part of the plan making. Clabanta five. This is not. Uh, just you need to rewrite this review. That's all. You I'm need saying. to come at it with a little more. Poorly written uh, review is what I will yeah. say. Six out of ten review. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to read the next slightly one? Slightly above average. Slightly just above slightly average. Because yeah. it it got us you know feeling things. So at least you have that. Uh, this is from. Jokib 29 10 out of 10 great intensity uh great intensity no one expected the governor getting knocked which is huge points in favor of realism <laughs> that's the governor the bank manager the is. bank manager is the governor ah. yep uh <laughs> uh no one expected the governor getting knocked which is huge points in favor of realism the dolphin idea is very exciting very exciting <laughs> the conversation between the lead commander and el professor angel and raquel and the use of untrackable old cell phones were very well done slash chosen use of un sorry Chosen slash well. chosen expectation. What? Ch- oh, slash there chosen we go. As well. What is happening? I'm so. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to fucking read. This gray is fucking me up. And the use of untrackable old cell phones were very well done. Slash chosen oh, as well. It's gray on yours. It's white on mm. mine. I didn't change it. I'm sorry. Lastly, the non-linear storytelling is beyond my expectations. It is mastered and very well chosen. And we have the bonus of getting to see more of Berlin's charisma and captivating storytelling. This episode, much more than the previous three in this season, kept the viewer at the edge of their seat 
waiting for the continuation. Well done. One of the best and one of my favorites so far. So if we're to believe this, this might be one of the more exciting episodes in the other ones. I'm actually might be quite boring. Because mm, I'm watching this and I'm thinking if this is, I'm thinking this is what every episode is like. But yeah. that doesn't seem to be the case. Yeah. I also totally agree with the non-linear storyline. Like, they did use it very well. I don't know when the things were happening, but I could tell when something was not in the time that we were set in. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Do you have anything else you'd like to say about this um, show? Um, this show. Hmm. Hmm. I wish I knew more about, you know, Spanish, like. Money. Money. <laughs> Spanish mentality towards, you know, banks and the government and that kind of stuff. I wish I was more versed in that culture and this might hit harder to me. Um, honestly, if I had the time. I might check more of it out. <laughs> I will definitely want to see what happens next. That's for sure. Yeah. If you jump into this show, you'll want to know what yeah. happens if next. If you jump in on this episode, yeah. you could probably continue the rest of the season. And be yeah. very, probably confused, but also satisfied <laughs> by, I mean, how are they going to get that vault open? Yeah. What are they doing with the gold? What are they doing with the gold? Why are they melting it? I, I completely know. forgot about the oven. Yeah. Let's earn that lunch. Let's yeah. earn our lunch, lunch. she says. <laughs> I mean, I liked her. She's like a firecracker. Yeah, I like yeah. her too. I like her too. Yeah, she seems she seems on top of that shit. Uh, please watch this show and tell us how badly we did yeah, about we, talking yeah. about it. Uh, man, man. If, yeah, little, if yeah. anyone has seen this, let us know. Have you seen this? Thanks. What? Hey. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Have you seen this? Have you seen the show? It's called Money Heist. Have you seen it? La Casa de Papel. La Casa de Papel. Ever heard of it? I'm so sorry for my pronunciation there. <laughs> papel. I don't know. Should... Too many plosives. Papel. 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 I don't think anyone's going to hear plosives with the amount of... You have a windscreen and two... Two pop filters. <laughs> and I am a prepared man. I don't know if anyone could hear anything you're saying, actually. Uh, I am speaking to you through five socks. <laughs> just so and y'all know. And he's wearing pantyhose over his head. Yeah. Just in oh, theme yeah. with. Just in case. You know, I I, I felt ready. I'm ready to thieve a bank right now. We're going to go rob a bank. We're going to rob a bank. So we're not going to tell you which one. Uh, I'm going to pick country. Good luck trying to find city. us. Are they cities? They only pick cities, not countries. That's what it was. Yeah. So I'm going to be Chicago. Ugh. Do you think that's too on the nose? No. Perfect. <laughs> You're rolling your eyes as if it's Pissed a bad. Oh, Ow. did you I'll want Chicago? No, Wait, I'll did be, you want I'll Chicago? Bisbee. 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 Okay, I could be Tucson. Tucson and Bisbee? You're going to be... <sighs> Tucson and Bisbee sounds like a cool movie, right? Tucson and Bisbee? <laughs> Tucson and Bisbee are back at it again. Tucson hitting the road. <laughs> hey, did you get my guns? You said he was getting the guns. Ah! Ah! Tucson and Bisbee. Tucson and Bisbee. <laughs> Oh, they're shooting at us. Oh, uh, no. Ah! We forgot our guns. Luckily, I brought my firecrackers. <laughs> oh, I should have said drum set. <laughs> In theaters. 2015. It already came out. Yeah. <laughs> Straight 2015. to video. <laughs> check it out. Uh, seven years back. Uh, check out our our hot action movie, Tucson and Bisbee. Thank you for listening to season, <laughs> season three, episode, three episode four. four. Our theme song is written and performed by Jacob Bernstein. Thanks to anyone who wrote a review for us. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. And like and subscribe wherever you listen. You can find Adam at on Instagram at DamonHD. You can find Lisa on Instagram at L-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-S-S-A. You can find Oz at Ozzy the Buddy and Tippy at Timpany. Underscore Brocolay. Timpany. Timpany. Like the drum? Yeah. Underscore Brocolay. 
Like broccoli, except it's B-R-O-C-L-E-I-G-H. So broccoli. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You can find this podcast at Season 3, Episode 4. The words are words. The numbers are numbers. Join us next week. Bye. What is the episode?